Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wet and rainy Thursday morning. Trust everybody slept well last night. Uh, for those who may not know, the intro music was Toby Mac Everything. So in case you were dying to know what that was, that's what it be. <laughs> so uh, try to find some upbeat music each morning so that uh, you kind of get the the blood flowing and get you excited uh, to get the day started right. So uh, I hope you enjoyed that little little song there. Uh, see who all we got this morning here. Let's see. We got Angel Dixon. Good morning. Karen Smith. Good morning. We got Miss Amy Oaks Turner. We got uh, Karen Smith, Sheila Sanders, uh, Jennifer Honeycutt, Darlene Barker. So good morning to all you wonderful Wild and woolly women. <laughs> good morning to Karen Smith, Joyce Garland. So good morning. Appreciate all y'all watching and uh, uh, supporting this ministry uh, each morning. So much, much appreciated. And uh, so let's get over here and let us do our Pledge of Allegiance. Let me get over here and stand up here. Here we go. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. all right, praise God for the freedoms that we have, even though we have those that um, seek to destroy those freedoms. I uh, do not get the push for a socialist agenda. I mean, anybody with a rudimentary knowledge of history would tell you that socialism in any form has never worked. Capitalistic societies have always flourished, and I don't get it. And it's just, you know, basically, uh, I think what we're seeing is uh, they do want socialism because though they want those the liberal agenda is they want power. They could care less about us. They forget they work for us. See, they, they, they're confused in thinking that we are in servitude to them and then nothing can be further from the truth. But their goal right now is I hate Trump. That's all they got. I mean, that is all they got. And that's all uh, Biden and his minions are trying to do is erase everything, anything that Trump has done. You know, uh, I could, uh, I mean, I, I don't agree with every single thing Trump ever did. And there's times I wish he'd kind of held back on the tweeting, but I'll be honest with you, I, would, he, I think he was a, a great president. I think he had America's interests first, and, uh, and I do think this election was rigged, and I uh, despise uh, Biden and uh, Harris and all of them. I do pray for them. I don't want to, but that's what the Lord tells us to do. We have to pray for our nation's leaders, and uh, it is what it is. Uh, you know, We can grumble and complain. Uh, good morning there, Jennifer Williams. We can grumble and complain, get upset, stomp and scream and spit, and it ain't going to change anything. Uh, but, uh, you know, what we've got to do, like I said, we, we've got to focus less on government, focus more on the Lord. Uh, you know, but for the, some of the agendas that are being pushed, hey, write the senators, write people, try to make a voice and uh, try to prevent some of these things from happening. That's about the best we can do at this point. And, uh, and I tell you, all these crazy wild conspiracy theories that are out there i don't know who's watching who may be into these things if you are hey more power to you but some of this stuff i just i see sharing on uh online it's just like oh man come on that is so far-fetched it's like how can you even believe that you know but uh i know a lot of people are on the fence about the shot and i've had asked i've had several people ask me what does the bible say well the bible obviously is not going to say about you know everything about the uh, COVID nineteen shot in the Bible, 
here's the only thing I could tell you guys. I know there's a lot of people on the fence. I, I've had my, in fact, I had one uh, woman tell me, said, please tell me you didn't get that shot. Cause she's really freaked out about it. And I, you know, I did because I have a, a really bad immune system. In fact, my, I don't have much of an immune system. That's why I stay sick all the time. But, uh, theoretically, uh, it, you know, they're saying that not only would this help battle COVID-19, but it can actually boost your immune system. So I went and got it. But here's what I'm trying to say. I ain't telling you to get it because I did. You have to pray about it. And you have to seek for the uh, the Holy Spirit. And if he gives you a peace to get the shots, have at it. If he, if you feel like you, the Lord's saying, you know, you, you feel peace not getting it, then have at it. I mean, you know, that's the only thing each and everyone has to do is pray about it. Do I think we're being filled with microchips? No. <laughs> if they want to track you, they're right, right here, guys. If they want to track you, they, they got this. They can, they know exactly where you're at, where you, what you're doing. In fact, they've even busted criminals. Their phones were off, and they found a way to listen through your phone. So they don't need to inject you with anything. In fact, um, I like to listen to the possum uh, that comes on, uh, was it uh, 96.3, I think. And uh, one of the DJs on there said they have technology now that satellites can actually not only see your home, but it's almost like an x-ray machine. They actually see where you're at, where you're sitting, and what you're doing. They don't have to track you with, <laughs> with anything. They know where you're at, you know, so they can zero in. If they want to take you out, and you know, <laughs> that's all there is to it. So, you know, you read all this crazy stuff. One woman said, well, this proven this doesn't even work, you know. I, I realize there's not a lot of science behind it right now, but uh, I mean, I know they really rushed it through. And like I said, it's going to be up to each and every individual. And I saw someone talking about um, uh, the mark of the beast. You know, uh, the, a lot of people freaked out about uh, a chip implant under their skin. That's the mark of the beast. I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I'm not saying that it is, uh, but. Uh, I know one thing for sure, the Antichrist has revealed himself before the mark is given. So that hasn't happened. You know, would I get a chip under the skin? Uh, probably not. But I, I don't feel good with that. But everything back in the 80s, I thought the credit card was a mark of the beast. I mean, I could see wonderful applications with it. I mean, if a child had that, that chip in them somewhere, uh, it, uh, to me, it would reduce the amount of uh, kidnappings because then they could zero in, know exactly where it is. So I could see some some positive applications with that. But, you know, I know a lot of these things freak people out. But, you know, just remember, there's a difference between the rapture and the second coming. I saw where somebody posted said uh, uh, the Antichrist will, will, will come after uh, Christ uh, raptures us. Depends on where you're at in eschatology. I mean, you know, if you're a pre-tribber, a mid-tribulation, or a post-tribulation, Depending on where you you fall in that category, I tend to fall more in the mid-tribulation category. Uh, I think that we will be tested. I think we will be persecuted, and we may have to deal and, and be tested uh, before Christ raptures out. That's my personal opinion. Uh, but uh, there's a chance that we could see uh, the Antichrist and have to deal with a few things before Christ returns. But, but uh, again, there's a distinctive difference between the rapture and the second coming. The second coming uh, is when uh, Christ will come back. You know, remember he come in an act of peace when he come as uh, born of a, as a vir from a virgin and in humble means in a uh, stall. But in the when he said comes, we come in an act of war, and that's when the, the Armageddon will happen. So there's two distinct differences there. But anyway, I've, I've rambled on too long. Let's look at our verse this morning. All right, the verse this morning is Isaiah fifty-seven fifteen. For this is what the high and exalted one says: He who lives forever. 
whose name is holy. I live in a high and holy place, but also with the one who is contrite and lowly in spirit, to revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite. All right. Bless this wonderful reading uh, this morning. God's word is beautiful and wonderful, and I hope that you uh, soak that in. You know, this is... uh, uh, you know, this is the bread of life, you know, and I think there's a lot of starving, anemic Christians out there who are not um, actively uh, feeding themselves with God's word. And uh, and that's why I think that we have so many Christians out there who uh, are who, whose battles are bigger than they need to be because we're not depending on God. They try to do it themselves. They don't have the right biblical knowledge. That's why it's imperative that we take this daily bread every day and consume it. And to fill our souls, our minds, our spirits, and to be engulfed in the things of God. And uh, that's why we, we do this each morning, uh, to start out the day right in God's Word. This is our, our breakfast, if you will, uh, to get us through the day. You know, when we look at this um, lowly in heart, uh, this, this this feeling, this, this, what am I getting at here? The humility that it's expressing here. I'll get out in a second. Remember, it's early. It's hard to get that brain going. I didn't have my coffee yet. But uh, we're talking about humility here. And uh, in, in reference uh, in, to this verse, uh, you can also look at uh, Luke 15, uh, talking about the prodigal son. You know, Remember, he, uh, he wanted his inheritance now. And like a lot of people, uh, it's kind of like the uh, J.P. Morgan commercial. It's my money and I want it now <laughs> kind of mentality. And uh, the son went out. He blew his inheritance. And next thing you know, he's sitting in pig slop and uh, eating whatever the pigs are given and he's sitting there thinking hey my my daddy's servants tr- was treated better than his I'd rather be go back and be a servant than live in, in swaller. and swaller uh, and his father never kept quit looking for him and uh, he saw his son afar off and he recognized him immediately and uh, uh, and embraced him and put on the coat of many colors and uh, put a ring on his finger it is uh, a father's love for his children. Uh, if you, it's, it's hard to describe. You know, I, there's a distinct difference between a mother's love and a father's love. Obviously, the mother's love may be, I don't know how can I, but maybe a little more connected, if you will, because they they carry that child for nine months. And I always tease my daughter. <laughs> Sometimes she can understand. I, I've always said. Now, you know you're, uh, you were found. She said, what? I said, yeah. I said, remember, the, your planet exploded, and you, your, your, your plane, uh, your ship crash-landed, and me and your mom found you in a cornfield. She goes, Daddy, that's Superman. I said, no. That's, where do you think they got the story from? It's from so <laughs> I showed you how screwed up I am but uh, <laughs> to mess with it. But I can see there's a, you know, a different kind of bond with the mother-child but, than that with the father and, and his children. But, um, you know, I know there's a lot of people out there. Uh, that's one of the I wrote the book, Life Dead. Because there's a lot of people out there who don't understand the love of a father. They didn't have a father, didn't have a good father. Maybe they had an abusive father. And it's hard to understand because a lot of times we relate what we understand here on earth to that of the heavenly father. And if you didn't have a good uh, earthly father or a lack thereof, it's hard to understand and relate to a, a loving, kind, and patient Heavenly Father, and uh, yeah, a love that is unconditional. And when we say unconditional, a love that is without strings, without attachments, an agape love that only God can share upon us. And uh, I know that um, 
you know, I, I, when I think about the prodigal son, I guess I take it a little more personally than maybe a lot of other people. I mean, you may take it just as personally as I do. I mean, I don't know. I don't know your lives. I don't know what you've been through. But, uh, you know, when I, uh, to give a little bit of my testimony, I, uh, you know, I grew up in the church. Uh, my dad was a, became a pastor when I was about, uh, I don't know, five, I think, five years old. and Gave my life to the Lord when I was about seven or eight. And, uh, you know, I felt, uh, you know, and I even went to Christian schools for a little while. I didn't like it. <laughs> I was so happy when I got to go to Daniel Boone. Not not throwing, as the children say, not throwing shade. <laughs> but, uh, you know, my sister loved uh, Christian school. I just, uh, I I didn't fit in too good there. It was, uh, uh, I, didn't, I didn't like uh, all the rules, and I was always, uh, anyway, that was a smart aleck. But anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> I love going to Boone. But, uh, you know, I try to feel like I tried to uh, do what's right, uh, you know, try to, to, to be a witness, tried to do what's right when I was in high school. I mean, I wasn't perfect, but tried to do what was right. But it was when I got out of high school, and um, my best friend Lance, me and him were, uh, we were like brothers, and uh, we, we spent a lot of time together hanging out, and uh, he got cancer, and he... Uh, 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 well, he ended up dying, and that uh, that was a really uh, big turning point uh, in my life. Uh, I never had somebody that close die before, and not making excuses. I mean, I should have just turned to the Lord and and rest upon His promises. I should, you know, should have, could have, would have. You know, hindsight's you know fifty fifty, but I uh, really got out in the world and. Uh, partying and womanizing and uh, uh, just did a lot of stupid stuff. I wish I could go back in time and change, give give anything if I could come back and change. And uh, I, my dad, would, he would try to call and I didn't want to talk to him because I knew the stuff I was doing was wrong and talking to him made me feel guilty. So I, I avoided his phone calls and didn't want to talk to him. And, uh, you know, of course, I told you all, well, I say I told you all, I mean, you all, some of you listen might not know this story but um the lord's trying to get my attention you know i was i was just meandering around uh in life not pursuing anything not really wanting to do anything and not not knowing my direction and uh, wasted a lot of money and time with school because i just messed around there but uh uh you know i knew the lord was always there and it's easy to think that god will give up on you and uh, because you've maybe you've backslid too far, you know, I like what my dad has said. Said yet, you know, to backslide, you had to be somewhere first, you know. And uh, the Lord was calling me, and I was trying to run. I didn't want to do it. And uh, I remember uh, a distinctive. I've told y'all this before. Uh, I don't put a lot of stock in dreams, but this dream was so real. You know, most dreams. I'll be honest with you. Is usually something you've watched 15 minutes before you went to bed. So, like I said, I, I'm not one of these that are into dream analysis and me trying to find meaning. You know, you might have just had a spicy meatball. You know, so you know I don't put a lot of stock in that. But this this was something different. And uh, I remember that um, uh, I was trying to find my dad, and he was in in this jail cell, and rounding up all these pastors. And I will never forget. Um, that he, uh, I found my dad, he, and he was, looked like he'd been beaten uh, uh, because he wouldn't renounce the faith. <clears throat> and I know that, 
He probably wouldn't. I know that that's something my dad would never do is renounce his faith. And uh, he had me a piece of paper with a Bible verse on it. And he said, uh, uh, he said, you have to pick up where I'm leaving off. <clears throat> I didn't know at that time uh, that how prophetic that was. And, uh, you know, when I opened that, that piece of paper up, I said, this is in my dream. It was uh, 1 Corinthians nine sixteen, For if I preach not the gospel, woe is me. And that kind of set the course uh, for my life, really. And even after that dream, I still tried to run so I joined the Air Force. But uh, it's like Jonah, the Lord's like, uh, that ain't going to happen. And uh, there was a lot more that went on. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail, but there's a lot more that went on before. And the uh, Lord really, God had a way of getting my attention and uh, really turned my life around. And uh, it wasn't just roses after that happened, but uh, the Lord uh, made it clear that uh, he called me to the ministry. I think that's a difference between those, you know, in the ministry, I think that's something you have to be called to do. It's not something you just choose to do. It's something you are called to do. And I'll be honest with you. I, uh, there's a, not a day that goes by that um, I don't look in the mirror and say, Lord, why? <laughs> Why would you want a wretch like me? <laughs> I am so unworthy to even say the name of God. And so many more people out there far more articulate and smarter than I. And uh, why would you want me? But see... Just like the prodigal son. He went out and, and wasted what he was given. The father never quit looking. And see, that's what Jesus did. I was living in pig swaller. <laughs> I don't even realize the, the disgusting life I was living. But Jesus never quit watching. And finally... Uh, through humility, I uh, decided to return home. <clears throat> and the Father embraced me and welcomed me back. And my friends, that's why I can tell you with all uh, humility that Jesus will never give up on you. You know, there is times in all of our lives that... Um, we feel like, man, we've gone too far. We've gone too much in the wrong direction. And I uh, think, you know, Lord can never forgive me. Why would God still love me? But see, that's that unconditional love. That's a love from the Heavenly Father that we He will embrace us and always welcome us back. God will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Nothing can accept you out of His mighty, righteous right hand. We may be the ones who try to leave. We may be the ones who may want to backslide. We may be the ones who scoop back into the world. 
But Jesus Christ the whole time was saying, I'm right here. And uh, I have a son now, and uh, I try to reach out to him all the time, but he's uh, 20 years old and uh, very busy, so he don't get back to his old man very much. <clears throat> but I love my son dearly, so uh, <clears throat> but he don't realize it, but I'm on the uh, proverbial hill watching for him, <clears throat> waiting to embrace him. <clears throat> Never uh, discount. A father's unconditional love. And uh, I learned that uh, from my father, which he learned from his father, and we learn from the Heavenly Father. And uh, that's what Jesus wants us to do. He just wants us to be real. He wants us to be humble, put away the arrogance, the pride, and just come to him on our knees in all humility and say, Jesus, forgive me. And guess what? He does forgive you, and He loves you, and He embraces you. I think we have a tendency to want to push God away sometimes, and we've got to uh, realize that Jesus, uh, maybe if you, if you didn't have a father, even an abusive father, maybe you dreamed of what a loving father is. You don't have to dream. You can have the true love of a loving father through Jesus Christ. And uh, I can tell you that with all my heart and soul. Because I have lived it, and I understand it. And uh, so when we read this verse here, that uh, the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite, you know, God calls the brokenhearted, and uh, he mends the brokenhearted. And he's there to strengthen us and encourage us and to love us. Despite our stupid, silly selves, we are in a sin-filled world. But if we put our faith and trust in God, he will get us through. He will give us that strength to uh, pursue and uh, whatever it is he's called us to do. And he will meet our needs. But God's just saying, just trust me. Put your hand in the nail-scarred hand. And then when he sees that broken heart, that's when Jesus puts his hand on your shoulder and says, Hey, I love you. I'm here for you. So never think you went too far that God will never forgive you. He is a loving, caring God. And there's nothing, our biggest problems are, are, are so small in his eyes. So don't think that nothing is too big for him that he can't overcome. So let's uh, be humble. Let's be real with who we are. And uh, understand that unconditional love that Christ has given, is giving us. And let's be, uh, make sure that we're approaching God in all humility. All right, let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, Lord, I, sorry for getting a little emotional this morning, but uh, I take Scripture and your love very seriously. And it means so much to me. And I just want to express that to the world, that your love is there, and it's true, and it's genuine. And Lord, that uh, I know there's a lot of people out there that are hurting, and they're looking for something, looking for something more. And Lord, let them know that you are there. Let them know that they can be forgiven. 
Let them know that they are loved. And Lord, let them know that you are asking them and willing to bring them in to your kingdom. Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, as I was saying earlier, you know I don't uh, care much for this <laughs> current president. But Lord, I do pray that you will touch his heart and his mind and that he will come to know you. Same with his vice president, cabinet member, senate and house. Lord, I pray that you will touch all their hearts and minds. Be with this nation and let the people turn to you like never before. And Lord, as I pray every morning, I pray for Ginger Hood and Troy and Linda David Feather. I pray for Kim Penix and Wendy Lee and Roger Winters and uh, Jane Kitchings and uh, so many others, Lord. I know there's so many each and every day that's asking for prayers on social media. And Lord, I pray that you will uh, meet those needs and that you will be done in each and every situation. Lord, be with us, lead us, guide and watch or protect us this day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I uh, sorry for getting a little emotional on you this morning. You know, it's uh, it's that time of month, and I just get emotional. <laughs> so, but uh, it is. Uh, I just uh, I take what I, I do seriously. I don't. Uh, when it comes to my walk with the Lord, and I just see so many people out there hurting, I see see so many people out there that if they just put their their lives give their lives to Jesus, how much better and how much different they could be. And uh, so sad that so many the, the God of this world has blinded. And I just wish wholeheartedly I could get through to, to people so they can understand the true love of God. And so uh, I guess that's why I get a little emotional. And, uh, well, anyway, if you um, want, like I to say every morning, I know it's like a broken record, but in case though somebody's watching that doesn't know, uh, you can uh, watch live on our website at flbconline.com. And uh, if you are out and about working or doing whatever and just want to uh, listen to the morning message, you can watch, uh, listen to uh, the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes audio only. Well, my friends, I hope everybody has a great day today, a blessed day, a fantabulous day. And remember, say it with me, live each day as if it were your last. Why? Because one day it will be. Thanks for watching and God bless.